1: And West Des Moines.
2: From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, ask about the Friday KXNO lunch special. This is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years,
0: NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. <laughs> Number two, our final hour of the week. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Iowa State women play here tonight. If you can't watch it on TV, the women tip at uh, 8.30, the men down the hall. On 100.3, the bus they tip, oh, at about 9 o'clock. Off to Vegas, we shall go. He's Mike Palm, uh, Vice President of Operations at Circus Sports. Saw a picture of him and Derek Stevens hanging out at Stadium Swim yesterday with the voice of the San Diego Padres, formerly of the Red Sox, Don Orcillo. Nice. Indeed it was. Hello, Mike Palm. How are you?
3: Friends, good morning, Iowa. What a day it was. Yeah, I got to hang out with Don Ursillo and his wife, of course, 15 years with the Red Sox in Nesson, and now his seventh season in San Diego. doesn't seem like it's been that long, oh. but uh, very, very good to talk baseball, talk Padres, talk the state of the game and the changes that are coming in his opinion, So, and then transition from four hours of that to uh, about five <laughs> hours of some great basketball last
0: night. No, it really was. Yeah, him and Remy teamed up to have a, they were a great broadcast with the Red Sox, and I was surprised that uh, that it ended in Boston the way it did, but uh, their losses Padres fans gained. So uh, right off the bat, Mike, uh, somebody reached out to us on Twitter, I'm going to ask it before I forget. Um, Duke Futures, throughout the season, prior to the season, knowing it was Coach K his final year uh are you did you see more of those just uh, you know a sentimental play uh on Duke thinking ahead well he's not gonna he's gonna go out as a winner he's coach Krzyzewski after all uh disproportionate amount of Duke money early and then if that was the case I'm assuming it still is
3: uh not disproportionate we did see some maybe a little more than we might have expected on Duke but not big bets right I mean these right. we're talking 20 hundred dollar bets sentimental bets people that are Duke. You probably saw just as many people that are against them, but they're not betting (laughs) on other teams because they don't like Coach K, right?
1: You don't see a a whole lot of that. And, and yeah, I'm certainly somebody that would be fading Duke because of it, but here they are and got themselves a shot against Arkansas. I'm going to guess, speaking of futures, Gonzaga – that one had to be yep. big for you guys yesterday. Getting them out of the tournament, they were a favorite through pretty much all the year. Big numbers out there that started to dwindle as, dwindle as the season went on. What were the future market after what you saw last night? And Arizona probably a big one also for you. Kentucky earlier,
3: Arizona, yeah, Arizona bigger than uh, Arizona bigger than Gadaga actually, mm. uh, because because of geography, right? We get so many Arizona people come here and. They come here and they uh, for the Pac-12 tournament, and, and they come here frequently as casino guests. So Arizona was a bigger liability to us. But you're right about Gonzaga, and I kind of busted Matt Metcalf's balls because he had, <laughs> about a month ago, I called it a media tour, but he had, he had been on some podcast, and he came on my show at VEASAN and said he thought that Gonzaga towered over the field, so I said a good a good job getting some Zags money for uh, for Circus Sports.
0: Yes. Yeah, I said this Trent to start the show today that I'm hoping I'm going to ask you the folks at Circa can come up with something that when you when you're on your app and you go at least if you identify that team you never want to bet again. In my case, it will be the Zags <laughs> that when I go to place place bet my machine shocks me or something and doesn't allow me to make sure. that bet because it's starting to look like because they've had really good past the last couple of years. I think last year's team was better, uh, but boy. It's Certainly, seem if they haven't got there by now, I know never's a long time, but man, oh man, I just wonder if that window's closing.
3: I thought that this was their year, that this was their time, this was their best opportunity to win it. I mean, they got routed in the national championship game last year. I thought it would become down to them in Arizona, the top two seeds, and they both get bounced in the same night, just hours apart from each other. I don't know where you go if you're few. I mean, you win thirty games, you're a one seed, you dominate that conference. Um, but now he's got the moniker after 20 years he can't win the big game he can't he can't take down a national title does he change his recruiting to Do keep doing what you're doing win 30 games and get a one seed see where it goes from there I, I don't know i mean there's a lot of programs that would be happy with what marfio has done over the last 20 years
1: yeah seven straight sweet 16s two national championship games i think it'll happen but yeah betting on it may be a different course of action with that we looked forward to tonight's games, and we got some numbers from a couple other properties out there. They're taking nothing but Miami money. It's been hurricanes all the time. What are you guys seeing at Circus Sports right now? Are the Cyclones getting anything, or is everybody heavy on Miami here this evening?
3: No, it, we're going to need uh, Iowa State, but we, we touched three, but it went right back to two and a half. Um, I think that was the the the, pre, the, the pain point there. Um, with Miami. People didn't want to lay three and they took three. I was hoping it would get to three and a half. I took the opening number because I didn't think it could ever stay one and a half and I I told Ross and Chris this uh, on Tuesday when I was on with them or Monday, whatever day it was, that I had bet that Miami opener um, because I thought the game would get to three and if it got to three and a half, I'd take the Cyclones and then you're sitting on you know, one with with two and three as a middle number there and hope that it's a close game. Uh, It's going to be a tough spot. Wisconsin was so inept I don't know that. I don't know that Miami is going to be that, and that I, I, I give a big advantage to Nega over Greg Gard. I think their experienced leadership and their senior guards can control a game uh, better. I mean, I'm not saying Iowa State can't win the game, but. I lean Hurricane too. Mm.
0: Are you seeing a lot of uh, Peacock love? I mean, uh, they've certainly captured the country's attention. What about uh, what about it circa? Are the folks, you know, are they buying the Saint, uh, Saint Peter's? Or are you? Are they all over Purdue and laying that big
3: number? No, uh, they're they're on Purdue. Not that much action on the line, on the money line or on the the spread. More money line stuff. But we knocked out all those parlays, so they'll have to re bet them today. Yeah, there were so many so many parlays of. Of Arizona, Gonzaga, Purdue, Kansas, or three of those four, right? And and they rebet them after Gonzaga lost, and now they'll probably have to rebet them <laughs> today again. Maybe find a third team to put in there. I, I, I don't know, but for money line parlay betters on chalk, this tournament has been a nightmare.
1: Yes, it has. And uh, I know a lot of people that have gone down in flames here <laughs> as we continue on. Mike, we talk about it all the time, leading up to the NCAA tournament, that opening weekend, especially Thursday and Friday, just how special it was. You guys got to experience, I mean, for real this time. No masks, nothing else. It was you know, kind of the reality. Sweet 16 Elite Eight weekend, though, pretty good, too. How's the weekend gone? Just a day into it, looking forward to the rest of the weekend. What do you anticipate tonight and through the weekend?
3: Well, yeah, I couldn't believe it. We were sold out in the sports wow. was sold. Every booth was sold yesterday. I wouldn't have thought that. Now, Derek did the... Uh... Derek did the watch party again here at Circa, not at the D. Mm -hmm. And I told him, you'll be lucky to get 100. I think that's what they got, around 120 people. Um, Pool was good yesterday, but, I mean, it's a Chamber of Commerce day again with the weather. Nice, Uh, But the pool was good. I think we sold, like, 14 cabanas at the pool yesterday during the daytime at 7 or 8 at night to watch the games. We're sold out again today in the book. We'll see what Saturday and Sunday brings when we get down to the eight teams. If it knocks anybody out or if people are here from the weekend, they're going to keep watching and betting. But... Remember, next year, the West Regional Finals at T-Mobile right here in Las Vegas.
0: How about yeah. that? That's going to be a madhouse. Uh, <laughs> UCLA, North Carolina, obviously two Blue Bloods. Will this be the uh, the highest uh, volume game as far as number of wagers tonight, North Carolina-UCLA? Pretty good game, tight point spread, and, and and two Blue Bloods. Couple that with UCLA fans coming over into Nevada. I have to think that'll do the biggest numbers tonight.
3: Yeah, and we saw North Carolina money come in as there more and more whispers that uh, Jaquez is not going to play tonight for UCLA. Wow. Um, this game was two. It got bet up to two and a half, and then we started to see the Carolina money come in yesterday. It's back down to two, but you're right. In terms of handle, it it, it may double any other single game tonight.
1: Big-time numbers there, UCLA. The live betting component, too, and that's something I mentioned with the injury to Jaquez. You just you don't know what he's going to look like until he's out there on the floor. Live betting is the way of the future. It's becoming more and more prevalent, certainly there in Nevada, hearing people here in the state of Iowa getting into it more. When you kind of look at a game like that, how important is the live line going to be? And, and take us behind the scenes. What's it like for the people that are putting those lines together and then going out there and putting them up in, during every TV timeout?
3: Well, it's challenging. We do it manually, right? We have mm-hmm. guys watching the games. Uh, now you're down to where you're only really focused on these two games uh, going on at a single time and then, and then into the weekend only one game at a time. But, you know, we got beat on one number last night, and I I knew when it came up on the board. I looked at my other apps. I mean, this was the standard number. But 10-2 and Coach K calls the timeout. Yeah. Texas Tech is minus 5.5 in game. There you, go. you know, we took every Duke yeah. bet you could take there, right? Because they just – you it's hard to think Coach K is going to get blown out in his final game and that that wasn't going to be a close game. And, I mean, I thought it was just a terrific game. What were there, 13 lead chains mm-hmm. and 16 ties? And at the end of the day, Duke doesn't miss shots in the last six minutes of these games. They came from five down Michigan State, made every shot. I don't think they missed a shot in the last eight minutes last night. They didn't. The field. They just execute so good. You can't beat that, right, when you're that good. And, you know, I had the Texas Tech future, and I said to them all yesterday, I, I'm, I'm going to bet Duke if I don't have to lay 105, I get, I get the benefit. They're the dog tonight. I think if those two teams played 10 times, Duke would win seven times. Uh, it's close, but I had to take it. So I still make money off the future because I bet 2x what my future bet was at plus 675. Um, but that was the only one to get hurt. But there's a lot of liability. into so you got to be careful with your limits uh, on endgame because obviously those numbers aren't as sharp as the preflop numbers because the preflop market is so much more liquid and you've taken so much more money into it. This end game now just becomes an opinion or a derivative off the preflop number.
0: Uh, Arkansas Duke, you've got uh, Duke uh, at four. Uh, is that where it opened up? And what did you see early when the number was put up on the board? And conversely, uh, Houston, a two point favorite.
3: Yeah, so I made my number. Now, my number isn't a number I want to make for Circus Sports, but it's the number that I wouldn't bet the game at, right? Okay. Because I do that from a better's perspective. I made Duke two and a half. We opened at four. It hasn't moved. I thought that I really thought Villanova Houston be a pick. Um, we opened at two and a half, and now it's two. So we see a little bit of Villanova money at two and a half. I, I, here's a prop I'd like somebody to post. Will the national champion have come out of Thursday night's games or Friday night's mm. games? Because I'd lay three to one that we saw the national champion play tonight. I'm not telling you which of the four last night. I'm not telling you which of the four teams it was, but I'm pretty sure the four, one of the four teams from last night is going to be your national champion.
1: Let's project a little bit here. Iowa State pulls it off tonight. They get the win. Kansas hold serve. They knock off Providence. We get an Elite Eight in Chicago. Cyclones versus the Jayhawks. Kansas already with two wins. Do you got the number in front of you? I see Ken Palm looks like it'd be about 10.5 at Ken Pomeroy, uh, the number. What would you guys make it? Iowa State getting how many against the Jayhawks to go to the Final Four?
3: Yeah, we got it at 9.5 or 10. Okay. Depending on what happens, to you know, there's their injuries and things sure. like that. Look at they look at they played two games already, so this is a, a, a conference pose. The line was twelve and a half or thirteen at the fog. What did it come back six and a half or seven at at, at Hilton it's probably going to land somewhere in the middle there mm-hmm. look yeah, you know there's going to be a ton of cyclone fans there as well as Kansas fans. Those two teams will dominate in terms of attendance uh at the United Center on the west side of Chicago. So I think the number probably comes back nine and a half or ten.
0: Uh, away from college basketball, um, boy, Phoenix, I, They're such a short price, and I love to bet the future market. You just can't play, bet on the Suns. They almost look unbeatable coming out of the West, don't they? And if they win the West, aren't you going to win it all?
3: Well, look, I argued this with him all for all week on the show. He says, don't bet Phoenix not winning anything. Oof. I said, the team, the team that has this kind of a road record, he says, forget about it. Forget about your regular season records. They're not relevant. He says, you know, he... He thinks Golden State's better in the mm. West. I, I I think everybody's flawed in the East. Um, who knows? I mean, br- br- what's going to happen? I guess Kyrie will get back with the with yep. the mandates changing in New York and 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 Brooklyn will have will have something there. M- Milwaukee still the champion, right? You got to beat them. But I keep telling him Phoenix, and he's telling me I'm wrong. And I respect his opinion on the NBA a lot more than than mine.
0: <laughs> well, that's good to know. Yeah. yeah. They, they certainly look unbeatable to we me. We watched them against
3: the T-Wolves oh the my other gosh. night, and
0: they
1: looked incredible.
0: Midas yeah. Chris Paul, by the way. Right, who played last yeah. night. And hey, did you see, I'm sorry, Trent, uh, did you see, what have you seen, uh, any movement, NFL, anything move the needle this week? And, of course, baseball getting closer. We'll talk more about that next week with you. But is, is there a team that uh, folks are loading up on in the futures market at MLB and any movement in the NFL?
3: You know, no, I mean, they, they're betting They're betting the Browns a bit since the Watson, uh, acquiring Watson. What's funny is that the odds in this AFC West, I mean, this division is so amazing now, what's going on there, and then the, the Braiders have improved, obviously, Russell Wilson to the Broncos, people still high on the Chargers, and then, and then this, top, it looks like Kansas City's almost in a rebuild mode. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I know they don't want to pay him, but What message does that send to the locker room that you're trading away a a top five wide receiver for draft pick? Uh, Are they reforming this team? I don't know. Um, But it's certainly interesting, the dynamic of the the division odds in the AFC West. They seem to change every day.
1: A lot of fun to keep an eye on. Final thing for me, Mike Palm joining us from Circus Sports. Available right now. You do have lines out for the women's game. I was surprised. Iowa State just a five-point favorite tonight against Creighton. I got down on the Lady Cyclones, the Twister Sisters tonight. Uh, What do you guys do overall when it looks to the women's basketball here to the Sweet 16? And you also put up college wrestling, how that was with Penn State winning another national crown.
3: Yeah, you know, the women's basketball in in Iowa got bad because the two Iowa teams were Mm -hmm. were decent. Overall, though, we don't take much action on women's basketball. i followed it for many years. I remember when you could only bet the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Now you can bet most ranked teams uh, as they go through the regular season, especially in conference play. Um, I was trying to decide: was it more disappointing the, the Iowa men or the Iowa women in this tournament? I know there was so much steam behind the men, but I thought the women had a better chance uh, to go far. So that was certainly disappointing, getting beat by Creighton and then one of their own their own players. And it was strange that they would meet yeah. they would match up Iowa and Iowa State in the Sweet Sixteen game as well. The women's tournament is very strange. I mean, you're NC State, you go 29-3, and three, and you've got to go and play at Bridgeport against Connecticut. They've got to <laughs> fix this women. They have to fix this women's tournament. I agree with Debbie Antonelli. It should be one-site play it all. Have it in Las Vegas, have it in Orlando, have it in a tourist destination, and play the whole tournament there. It's simply not fair having these regionals in the lower-seeded mm-hmm. team's backyard.
0: Yeah, fair point. To, to answer your question, I think it's a, a bigger disappointment for the sport that Iowa women got knocked out because the Caitlin Clark story dominated. In fact, I was watching, uh, I can't remember who it was on Sunday night, uh, the men's tournament, and they brought up the fact that Caitlin Clark is, is going to be knocked. It might have been Antonelli, actually. Mike Palm, Circus Sports, the app is available here. You can wager in the state of Iowa. Circa in the state of Iowa, download it at the App Store. And we will talk to you uh, next week. Thank you, Mike Palm. Have a great week. You
3: too, guys. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Mike Palm. Circus Sports, as uh, we go catch up with the numbers. Um, Do they find out who they're upside down on in the futures? I don't think we asked them that No, I think that they're doing pretty
1: well, it sounds uh, yeah, like by the, A lot the, of Arizona future, liability, some Gonzaga
0: Parlay's Trent they, they, the, the, the entire sports gambling industry mm-hmm. had a massive win last night Yes Zags down in flames Wildcats down in flames When I got
1: Mike on the phone, you could hear his smile <laughs> when I asked him. So I said, probably a pretty good
0: night for you. He said, I, I couldn't imagine a better night. Is that what he for said? For us. Good for them. Yeah. Well, maybe the betters come back and get them tonight. We'll give you an opportunity to play with those point spreads. You're not playing for cash. You're playing for barbecue, which is a pretty darn good price. Yes, it is. But it's not next. Got a, a segment with Tom Kakert. Catch up on the Hawkeyes uh, on the, uh, with Ferentz. He had his press conference. Do some football. Uh, and Rick Brown wrote a really good piece, a uh, an interview with uh, Fran McCaffrey on next year's A squad, what it will look like. Sounds like Connor's coming back. Rob Brach is coming back. He thinks Chris Murray is coming back. That's next. Klaxon's Barbecue in about 20 minutes. Miller and Condon on a Friday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Des Moines.com.
1: The Chicken Coop is the place for great food and wings with three metro locations. The Chicken Coop has the best fresh, never-frozen wings, buffalo, garlic jalapeno, buck nasty, tropical heat, pepper teriyaki, garlic, Parmesan, and so much more. Along with steaks, burgers, ribs, and a children's menu for the little ones. And don't forget about the Chicken Coop's daily lunch and drink specials. Catch all the games at the Chicken Coop in Ankeny, Urbandale, on your side. For all of your and your family's eye care needs, make it Elite Eye Care. Dr. Ethan Heisman, Dr. Macy Dealman, Dr. Heidi Bell, and Dr. Kelsey Sawatsky provide expert eye care close to home. From eye exams to contact lenses, eyeglasses to sunglasses, make Elite Eye Care your local optometrist. In introducing Vision Therapy. Vision Therapy is a doctor-supervised, non-surgical, and customized program designed to correct vision problems. Set up your next eye care appointment with Elite Eye Care. University Avenue on the Waukee-West Des Moines border. Or the icon. Company in Ankeny and online at idoctoring.net.
3: Maybe you're thinking about franchising your business or purchasing a franchise. There's an experienced and trustworthy franchise lawyer right in your backyard. Don't waste your time or money searching for a lawyer out of state when Rush Nigget is here and ready to help your business.
0: Hi, I'm Rush. I've specialized in business and franchise law for the past 25 years. I don't just want to be your lawyer. I want your business to succeed as much as you do. Your business needs Rush. Visit his award-winning blog at RushOnBusiness.com. It's good to have Rush on... Now, back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, just past 1130 on a Friday, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller, Claxon's Barbecue, Coming up in about 20 or so minutes, somewhere in that vicinity. Stand by for that. Again, if you've played in the last month, you're ineligible. Whether you've won or not, if you played in the last month, you are not eligible. Tom Caker joins the program as we catch up on the Hawkeyes. Uh, Coach Ferentz met the media. Uh, there was a good piece posted by Rick Brown on next year's basketball team. He thinks Chris Murray's a good chance coming back. Connor apparently coming back. Rabracha. Let's start there, Tom, before we do football. As always, good to speak with you. Um yeah. that, that's good news, right, regarding the roster. McCaffrey wants to use Keegan's scholarship, which is going to be there, um on, on a big man. So I'm starting to see some pieces come together for next year's squad, potentially.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it, it's no surprise when you when we were talking to Fran after the um after the Richmond game, it pretty much sounded like Connor was coming back. Um, just based on what Fran was saying, I know they've kind of played coy with it, you know, the senior day thing and everything. And that you know, talking to Connor, it almost seemed like, yeah, maybe he was going to be done, but then talking to Fran, it just, it was real apparent that, um, he was coming back and Chris is gonna, you know, I think I've mentioned this before. He's going to go through the draft process, but, um, You know, unless somebody came to him and said, Hey, you're a first round pick. I I suspect Chris is going to come back. And, um, so they'll, you know, and they'll go, go shopping Mm -hmm. in the portal for, for, um, you know, somebody with some size that could potentially give them some more depth. Because remember, uh, this past year, Chris Murray was essentially their backup five Mm -hmm. and he's going to slide into be the four. So they'll need, you know, another body up front. I think, just to give him some size. Because yeah, I know there's some promise with Gundele and and Bradley Mulvey, but I think he'd kind of like to have an experienced hand up front.
1: So with that, who's more likely to be an impactful guy? Not a guy that can give you seven, eight minutes a game, but impactful even as a backup center next year. Is it a Gundele or is it Mulvey, a guy that would be normally getting ready for his freshman year next year? Right.
2: Yeah, I think... Kind of think they probably, um, you know, even though they've, they've kind of trusted, um, the more, um, I kind of think by next year, it's going to probably be multi, um, just gives them a little more offensively. And, um, you know, the thing that would change that maybe is if the got in better shape, to be honest, if he got himself more fit where he's not winded, you know, one time down the court. Um, then you can trust him and play him a little bit more. So uh, Mulvey's got to get stronger lower body. I think's going to be important for him to get stronger down there. So we'll we'll see what happens.
0: Well, Purdue is still alive from the conference. They will face the uh, the darlings uh, of, of the tournament and those peacocks uh, here tonight. Uh, and then, if indeed they do advance, they would get what UCLA North Carolina winner. would They get I think right. Yes, um, Purdue. The last Big Ten team standing, Tom Kakert, your thoughts?
2: Yeah, and I think they're going to move on, although I'm just seeing something on, on social media that today is National Peacock Day. Oh, come on. Wow, You can't make that up. It's National Peacock Day. I just, I'm just seeing this, apparently. Oh, my God. It's an omen. Maybe, it's all coming up St. Peter's maybe it's it's time to head to the window, I think, <laughs> and throw some money down on Saint Peter's. <laughs> you know. Uh but I think that run comes to an end. I just I don't think they've got any any uh hope of uh contending with Zach Eady and no, Tervion Williams and, and Jaden Ivey. Mm. Um just think it's coming to an end for but the boilers, you know. Before the season, didn't we all think that they would be a final four team potentially? yeah, yeah. absolutely we did, yeah, so, so you know it's not so we were right. the journey <laughs> the journey hasn't been the way you thought it would, but maybe they're maybe they're destined to be there.
1: if it doesn't happen for Purdue, this is a program that has the same long drought of Final Four as Iowa. They played it together in nineteen eighty yep. and played in the old consolation third place game way back then. Purdue doesn't get there. Michigan gets dropped out. For the second consecutive year now, nine teams get in, only three of advance to the second weekend. The Big Ten's a good conference, but what's holding it back? What is the problem that you see as it pertains to making that run and getting into the second weekend, at the very least, and of course, the national championship drought that goes to Michigan State back in 2001? What is it about yeah. the, the Big Ten?
2: Yeah, I I think the league probably, and, and this isn't really kind of an original take at all, but maybe the league beats beats each other up too much, and by the time you get to March, you're just sort of exhausted, and it just doesn't translate well. So, um, that's just my thought uh, that maybe the league just beats itself up and, and hurts itself uh, that way.
0: We shall see. Well, uh, Kirk Ferentz met the uh, any more on basketball, Trent. Uh, we Met uh, with the media yesterday. Spring football is underway. Or a couple of days ago, uh, during that uh, that press session, um, what stuck with you, Tom? What did Coach Ferron say that uh, that uh, that you forty eight hours later, whatever it is, still uh, kind of ro- rolling through your mind?
2: Well, I think it's the fact that uh, he doubled down on on his son, mm-hmm. and uh, but I think we all knew that he was going to do that, and that was based on his own actions that. Moving into quarterback coach, um, you know, when you had an opportunity to, to maybe hire a guy that's kind of a quarterback guru and help develop, uh, players at that position, uh, instead he just moved his ton over, brought back Abdul Hodge, which is great. Uh, but, uh, you know, getting a guy like Abdul back in the program is a, is a really good thing. Um, but, uh, it's just, You know, your number one, the number one position on the football field is quarterback and you've got to get maximum out of that position. And Iowa hasn't been getting maximum out of that position in the last couple of years. So they've, they've got to figure, you know, hope that maybe those guys develop now. I guess I, it's, it's doubling down guys Mm -hmm. and it's an interesting decision.
1: He's got a lot of chips. He's built up a big stack yeah. but uh, yeah. just takes one bad hand and the thing could go broke and we'll see how it's going to play out. Tell us a little bit about Bud who comes in, former Wisconsin quarterback. He was there. Uh, he's going to be an analyst so he can't coach on the field but he can watch tape. He can help out. What do you think of that move bringing in a guy with pretty good resume at 31 years old to be an analyst?
2: I do think that's a Good move. Um, and they did recruit him out of high school. Um, you know, and I, when I talked to Kirk about it on, uh, the other day, I said, I said, well, you guys, he goes, yeah, we couldn't get him the the first time through, but we got him this time (laughs) to, you know, and it's just sort of like he's in between jobs right now, uh, where he was the quarterback coach at Wisconsin. He was kind of a Paul Chris guy, uh, and, um, he was out of Colorado state and uh, Steve Adazio lost his job and he was the OC mm-hmm. there. Um, so he really didn't find a, a, a good landing spot. So he's going to spend the season in Iowa city as kind of a, a quarterback whisperer from a distance, apparently, you know, cause that's how the rules are with the analysts, but we've seen those analysts kind of help programs where you look at like what Nick Saban does. I mean, he's got a, cavalcade of former coaches down there as analysts and uh they seem to be able to help help the program and uh so hopefully he can uh I was program uh, just from a distance
0: uh, anything else depth chart wise Tom that uh, and it was, just look he, he threw cold water over the depth chart <laughs> uh, kind of uh, got ahead of the game as far as Trent and I want to spend some time talking about it and Ference <laughs> told us not to he said, it doesn't mean anything but they put it out that not did anything and we know it doesn't but it's great to just have it and you know kill some segments here once we get through the uh, uh, or get into the silly season but th- th- was there anything on the depth chart that you know caught your attention?
2: Um, uh, not particularly. Um, I, I don't think anything really kind of jumped out. I I just think there's a lot of moving parts with the defensive backfield when, you know, you've got to figure out. I just think that with the, like the defensive backfield, you got to figure out ways to get Cooper to and, uh, Xavier Wampa out on the field mm-hmm. this fall. You just have to, uh, they're just impact players. They're guys that just, um, make plays that normal human beings probably don't make. So you got to find a way to get those guys figured out. And the most important sorting process will be the offensive line which just seems like there's a lot of moving parts there. I asked Kirk about he thought about kicking Colby to the outside at tackle and kind of help there and his answer I thought was interesting was basically those guys that are out at tackle now can't play guard and I think it would leave them thin at the guard position. So um, at least for right now, they don't have, uh, that figured out, but it's, you know, you're kind of retooling the, the two best guys on that offensive line last year were, uh, Kylo Schott and Tyler Linderbaum, and they're both gone. So it's some, some pretty big shoes to fill right now
1: free safety spot. Quinn Schulte, we saw him last year at times, yeah. filling in. He's yet another one of those walk-ons, but a new name there, another walk-on, also from Cedar Rapids, Xavier, and Jackson Rexroth, and hearing some buzz about this young man, quite the athlete, helping out of that safety position. We know how Phil loves those walk-on safeties.
2: Hmm. Yeah, he does, and, you know, it's just the Jack currently. I think they've got to all come from like parochial schools too, right. right? Yeah. Don't they? They they all have to just, they have to filter through, you know, Cedar Rapids Xavier or Davenport Assumption or Dowling or something like that to, to get that position. We were joking about that the other day. It's just, it's one of the, the, uh, the ironies that goes on, but I'm just kind of curious if that, if that sticks or if they and Xavier Wampa gets a, a look back there or if, um, you know, I, I always thought that was going to be the Cooper DeJean position, but now that I think they're just a little thin at the corner position in terms of depth, so that's kind of why Cooper's staying there. But um, but he seems like a cash to me. Just to, like get him on, the, get one of those two guys on the field at the cash. But you got to try and find a way to get. Justin Jacobs out on the field too, so that's yeah. going to be one of the challenges.
0: No, no doubt about it. And, and Rexroth, he's got some size to him. Trent, yeah. I'm just looking at him here,
2: he's he's setting the squat records already. Is he really? Is a yeah. redshirt freshman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I kind of first saw his name. This winter was on kind of their their list, and like he's tearing up the squat thing. And I'm like, oh, watch him. Pop up, but you know what I think he's going to end up doing is like what we're seeing with Kyler Fisher, who's listed as one of the backups at uh, at linebacker. Is that uh, Rexroth is going to just grow into being a, a linebacker at some oh, point?
0: Okay, gotcha. Uh, Logan Jones, last thing, uh, position switch from the uh, defensive line, going to make him a center. We've seen it work before, uh, very well at the at the University of Iowa. What about Logan Jones? Do you think he? I mean, will there come a time that uh, that uh, he takes a starter's
2: role? Do you think? Um, maybe, uh, you know, one of the unfortunate things this, this, uh, this spring is that, uh, Michael the right. who I think all of us kind of thought was going to be the heir apparent was, is, is going to be out with a knee injury. Um, the good news is Kirk thinks he'll be back in June. So perhaps he gets worked back in there and perhaps, you know, Jones, you could see him maybe playing guard too. Um, he's got enough size, and, and he's a physical player, strong as an ox. He's another one of those guys that jumps out in the weight room. He's he's going to probably break like the, the Tristan Wirfs right. hang clean number. That? <laughs> so and that's this you know otherworldly stuff. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if he filters in and gets some looks at the guard position too.
0: Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Tom, thank you. Uh, great stuff. We'll talk to you next week. Tom, thank you.
2: Okay, thanks guys.
0: Appreciate it. Tom Kaker at HawkeyeReport.com as we catch up with uh the Hawks. All right, Trent Con, do you want to read our DraftKings before we open oh, up the phones? That's not a bad idea,
1: well, college basketball fans. You can join in the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year. With DraftKings Sportsbook, turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers bet just $5 on any team to win. You get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple.
0: If they win, you win. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on college hoops with same-game parlays. There you can buy multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs that you add, the more money you could win. DraftKings, they are safe, they're secure, they're reliable, and you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want.
1: Get out your phone right now and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the promo code KXNO, bet $5 on any college hoops team to win, and get $200 in free bets if they do. They win, you win, with promo code KXNO this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, I will only, new customers only, restrictions apply. Minimum $5 deposit, see DraftKings.com Sportsbook. For details, gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.
0: All right, our phone lines are open right now. The first four callers at 515-284-5966, 515-284-5966. If you're getting a busy signal, try again. Uh, If you get a ring, that means you're in. The first four of you will play for Claxon's Barbecue, 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. If you're getting a ring, stay there. We'll get to you. Miller & Condon, 106.3 Supply global direct mail
1: and marketing is a local design and print shop that'll help you from start to finish from design, to printing and mailing it for you from wedding invitations to birth announcements and it's time to be thinking about those graduation announcements no matter how big or small your project is Global will work with you from creating a custom design to getting your project inserted into the mail Global can design, print and deliver and Global can help your business grow with custom mailers designed to help you bring new customers through your doors located on 121st Street in Urbandale or call Craig at 515- 282 3000. 282 It's global direct mail and marketing systems.com.
3: Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips, Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit circasports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem?
1: Do you remember the last walk-off homer to win the World Series? It's been a while, but the answer is 1993. Do you know when Wolf Roofing started roofing houses? That's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866. Or online, Wolf Roof- Extended. Washer Systems of Iowa blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa features Mighty M industrial pressure washers. Built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines. Or you can find them online at washers.
3: Call oh, 1-800-BETS-OFF.
0: Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Final segment of the week, time to give away some barbecue. Our friends in Claxons, Andy and his team in Altoona, 3131 8th Street Southwest, Altoona. You can find them online, klaxonbbq.com. We'll give you four games in a tiebreaker. If you get the most right, we'll give you a $35 gift certificate from Claxons. The runner-up gets 25 I need names, TC. Oh, yeah, I didn't put them up there. We'll kick things off with Steve. Hello, Steve. Welcome to Miller & Condon. Steve, how are things?
3: Oh, good. Thanks for the opportunity.
0: Well, let's see if you can win some of that barbecue here, Steve. Uh, Purdue, and it is, by the way, it truly is. I just looked it up online. It's National Peacock Day oh. today. i got to stop and get Cindy a card. Um, <laughs> Purdue gets uh, gives 12.5 to St. Peter's. I'll
3: take St. Peter's plus all those points.
0: That's a lot of them. Kansas gives 7.5 to Providence.
3: I uh, guess I'm going underdogs. I'll take Providence
0: right. and the points, too, the way the favorites are going. <laughs> Indeed. Well, here comes North Carolina, and they get two-and-a-half from UCLA. UCLA minus two-and-a-half.
3: Uh, I've been on North Carolina all along, so I'll stay with North Carolina there.
0: Does he sweep the board? Are you a Cyclone fan? Uh, no. Okay. Well, there you go. Miami is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. And I'm going to go with. The Miami. All right. Here's the tiebreaker, Steve. Uh, Iowa State women in the Sweet 16 tonight as well. How many points will they score? Not Creighton, just Iowa State women will score. How many closest without going over? I'll go 78. 78. Steve, enjoy the weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Jim is with Miller and Condon. Hi, Jim. Hello, gentlemen. Purdue is the 12-and-a-half point favorite over the Peacocks of St. Peter's. That's a lot of points. I'm going to take the Peacock. All right. Kansas, gives 7.5 to Providence. I like the Jayhawks. UCLA, the Bruins, a a 2.5-point favorite over the Tar Heels.
3: I'll give the points and take the Bruins.
0: Okay. Uh, Miami, 2.5 over Iowa State. Uh, The Canes. All right. Iowa State women will score how many points? This is a tiebreaker closest without going over. Just the Cyclone women. 72. Jim, have a good weekend. Thank you. You too. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Ronnie's with Miller and Condon. Hi, Ronnie. Hello. Good to hear from you again. Purdue's a 12.5 point favorite over St. Peter's. St. Peter's. Kansas gives 7.5 to Providence. Kansas. UCLA, 2.5 point favorite over North Carolina. Uh, The Tar Heels. Miami gives 2.5 to the Cyclones. Miami. Iowa State women will score how many points tonight? Just them. Closest without going over, Ronnie.
3: Seventy-three.
0: Have a good weekend, Ronnie. Thank you. You
3: too. Thank you.
0: And uh, David brings Claxons to a close for another week. Hi, David. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Doing fine, thank you. Purdue is the twelve and a half point favorite over the Peacocks.
3: Man, those are high points. Um, I'll roll the dice. I'm still going to say Purdue. Okay. Kansas
0: is seven and a half point favorite over Providence. Kansas. UCLA two and a half to North Carolina.
3: Uh, what is it? Two and a half. You and
0: yeah, UCLA two and a half point favorite. Carolina in the windy city. The Hurricanes are a two and a half point favorite over the Cyclones. Uh, I'm going with Miami. All right, uh, tiebreaker here, David. Is Iowa State will score how many points tonight? Closest without going over the women.
3: Um, seventy nine.
0: Have a good weekend, David. Thank you. Yep. Appreciate it. And thank you to Claxon's 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Any consensus? I think everybody took Miami. Everyone took Miami. So, Trent, when everybody's going one way. You go
1: the other. And this trend has, I should go back and look at the math. It's got to be 75%. Is that right? During Claxon's over the last few years. Is that right? Let's go
0: clones. Money line in it. Love them to get through to play Kansas on Sunday. Wouldn't that be something? Well, enjoy it. It's going to be a late night. Not really. Not really. You can... What is yeah, and you're old. That's not, Well, I am. 11 o'clock, late night. It'll, it'll probably be a tad later. than 11.30. What are you doing on Saturday? Well, walking and watching TV. Uh-huh. Sounds like a good weekend. Hope you guys do as well. Miller and Condon, 106.3.